You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time. Your time. Not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Portions of This is Americans Live, the improvised documentary podcast, are brought to you by listeners like yourself, our esteemed sponsors, and the all-powerful, all-knowing random sentence generator, which inspires the stories you're about to hear. Yes, whenever you hear this sound, the next sentence you hear is a random sentence provided by our revered, omnipotent random sentence generator. For more This is Americans Live, listen to more episodes of This is Americans Live, I guess. And now... Your first random sentence. She looked at the masterpiece hanging in the museum, but all she could think of is that her five-year-old could do better. Her five-year-old is very talented and have grew beyond the spectrum of turkey fingerprint paintings and little squiggly lines and started doing some really good work. And then our gallery came a calling. Sweetie, look what Jeremy did. School. Look, look, look. I'm, I'm. You want to show him? I'll show him. You want? You, you, look, look, look what he made. Look. Okay, what? Look, Dad. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Do you hate it or do you love it? Can he play a little bit of like sports or something, or like maybe you know? Jeremy, go play with your with your STEM set for a second. I want to talk to your father, please. All right. You have to be supportive of our son. Yeah, I know, honey. I'm trying to be supportive, but it's not something that I understand. Well, you, well, you, I don't know paints. You you can't pigeonhole him into something that you like specifically. So. Wait, you pigeonholing him into doing stuff you like? I, I like it because it's good. You know it's good because you go to all the galleries and you have all this like opinion about painting. I don't know. Yeah, I go to the galleries with our son because he is into art. Jeremy, come back in here. Settle this for us. Hi. Look what I did. Yeah, it looks great. He didn't even make eye contact with it. I'm looking at it. It looks... Make eye contact with the painting with the googly eyes on it. Look at the googly eyes. Make eye contact with the eyes. How does it make you feel? You're trembling, sweetie. It's making me feel something. Yeah? Put it into words. It's really good. Oh, there it is. There's the father I know. But what feelings are coming out? It was clear that the father had some compartmentalized feelings about art. Maybe he was a painter and couldn't really express himself because maybe he had a father that was very much like him. Son, I don't have... um, What? I don't have long. (coughs) I want you to know that... You're not a good painter. I am a good painter. What? Son. Yeah? Look at this. Is this a snowman? Looks like a snowman to me, yeah. He's got a little nose and he's got the buttons and... Sorry, I'm late, you guys. I three-putted number 18. All right, so I'm looking over your chart. Um... <laughs> oh. What I'm looking at... Do you think my dad's going to make it? Well, it's not looking good. Oh, he's not going to make it. I'm artist. Yeah, I'm not, ta- I'm not even talking about his health. I'm, ta- I'm saying you're, that snowman is not looking good. Who painted this? I'm surprised you knew it was a snowman. Yeah, I, well, I, I, I thought it was a fat albino man. Well, well, the only thing that gave it away was that it's a, a, a real carrot taped to a piece of white paper. Who did it? 
did this child? <laughs> don't, don't laugh too hard. You're at death's door. Yeah. This <laughs> asshole child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, he's, he's, and so ugly. Oh, oh. Uh, young man, uh, have a seat. I have some bad news for you. Your father just died just now when he was laughing at your terrible art. And then he grew up completely abandoning his passion or his desire to want to be a painter. And then little did he know that he passed on that talent to his little boy. That sounds terrible. Your father's dying words were laughter at you over your snowman? You wouldn't have even known that if it wasn't for this stupid host <laughs> that said it. Dad, I would love nothing more than to paint with you on some some Sunday afternoon together outside. Why don't you let little Jeremy teach you how to paint? I mean, please. Because I'm hand. not that guy anymore. Yes, you are. You no, hey, I'm not. Look at me. You know what? What? I'm going to go out of town. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go out of town on a girl's What's weekend. What's so funny? Ah. You laughing at me now? Uh, what? Your shorts I'm, are silly. Yeah. You, did you? What are you wearing? Did you macrame those yourself? Yeah. If, I didn't know it was called macrame, but yeah, I you made these shorts. Not, it's not great. Anyway, anyway, Mom, where are you going? Uh, I'm going for a girl's weekend to <laughs> Topeka, Kansas. Because oh. that's where Charlize is from. They left him alone at the house. His father, without he could briefly connect with his son and his artistic sensibilities, but realizing that, again, he was just completely alienated by his own family, his own tribe. Father and son. Acrylic. Learning how to paint. Oil. Reaching each other's hearts through paint. Charcoal. Father and son. He recorded a whole album while they were gone. That's just the audio, the, the, oh, okay. the montage music I, you know, that's yeah, over yeah. what you guys are doing. Just trying to figure out what he was doing. <laughs> so who, who originally wrote the song, Father and Son? Who is that? Are you asking me, the producer? Yeah, this is the host asking the producer. Oh, um, that was actually uh, Trent uh, Derricks, and he uh, he, he wrote songs? he wrote it. Yeah, he here's, here's a different one. It's it's um this one's called My Dog's Dead, but everything's fine. Yeah, here, let's, uh, it's track four actually. Hit. Okay. Well, I woke him this morning to walk my dog, and he wasn't moving at all, but the sun was shining and the Braves were on TV. Everything is fine, even though my dog stopped it. Yeah, it wasn't very good. I I, I mean, that's why it was relegated to... I just didn't know where the song came from, that's why I was asking. Yeah, it it was mostly used for montages. Right. Did you know that? No. This is my understudy. Hello. This is Jake. Hi, I'm Jake. I feel like he he needs a a better radio voice like me. I mean, should I put on my radio voice? This is your radio voice. No, this this is my... This is my real voice. Hosting understudy, learning how to talk. Doing a show and he's teaching him what kind of voice to do. Tuesdays on Fox. <laughs> That's basically the show. Uh, they're two guys. They're they're radio host people. One's an intern, and then one's uh, like established. And we think that w- we think it'll do really well. Well, I have to say. Our, I don't our research let- says that it's going to be a great show. Hey, uh, pro tip. In the middle of a pitch, don't interrupt the pitchy uh, when I'm You're right. giving you my thoughts on the pitch. I'm so sorry. All right. Thank you. Anyway, I was going to say... Sorry, you look like you are going to interrupt me again. I wasn't. Go. No, oh, okay. Anybody want water right, see, before we start what, this is the second round of pitching? <laughs> Green light it, green light it. This is This is Americans Live. I'm your host, Ari, with producer Andy, and our special guest contributor for this episode is John Melizer. In our show, we'll be using our trusty sense generator to bring you a story in three improvised acts. This week's theme, discursive. Yep. My it? producer is looking at my face. The word discursive. What does that mean? It means one idea doesn't really flow into the next, now does it? Sometimes we think of something, and then all of a sudden, we're on a tangent, and just going off into another world, discursive thinking. Well, why wouldn't the theme be tangents? Because I make up the themes and you don't. All right. So do your fucking job. <laughs> all right? So tired of this. Stay with us. Act one. He ran out of money, so he had to stop playing poker. He had been playing poker his whole life. Something he just instinctively knew how to do. 
poker face, lying with his facial features. And then one day he ran out of money, kind of like a car running out of gas. And I will raise you one wedding ring. <laughs> David! Yes! I mean, yes! I'll marry you! No, no, I was just telling you. Oh. But nobody didn't know was the two big Top Shot poker players on this poker competition were actually seeing each other behind closed doors. Next thing they knew, he was raising his bets into a full-on marriage and having kids. I accidentally gave her a wedding ring. Wait, when, look at when it! I was just tell- yes. It's very, very nice. I was just it's telling. purple and blue. Yeah, it was actually my great-grandmother's ring. Bernice. Passed down to me. Thank you, Bernice. Her, her actually, her dying words were, don't ever let anybody have this. But there was uh, a miscommunication. She thought that I was opposing to her. Uh, um, and then I was just kind of all in. What was that like? What was it like? Yeah. What I just said? Yeah, it was, if we played that out, what, it, that, it what was, would it look like? Uh, I don't know. Why don't you go back to exactly what I just did a few all minutes right, ago? Let me find the other guys. Uh, all right. And I'll raise you, our son, Uh-oh. to be strong. Call. Hardworking. Call. 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 No. If anybody feels they want to raise an objection between the union of these two players, please put your cash in the pot now or forever. (laughs) Hold your cash. I am all in with this. I think they are a wonderful couple. Wait. (laughs) I want to put in everything I got because I love her, man. Jeff, it was six months ago. It doesn't matter. It's, It's for me right now. You know, you know what? Cash he, he, out. I can't cash out. I tried to cash out, but every time I do, I just think of you. Our relationship was a royal flush. But we were like two pairs. Go fish. I just tried to double down when I shouldn't have. Before any life-altering decisions are made, why don't we find out what the, the priest has as the river card? What are you talking about? What did you say? Because that's also poker terminology. Uh, what's exactly... I'm the host. I don't know anything about poker. What's the river card? Um, well, I ha- have almost a, a, as little knowledge of you, as you do, but uh, of poker. in 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 Texas Hold'em, right? They deal the cards, right, right, and then they match that, the that, cards. That's no the last card that they the dealer puts down. They say, "Do you see have what a, everybody has? Do you have it? No, that's go fish. Let's go fish. Yeah. So then they put down a card and they try to make it. You know, up to 21. Yeah, and no, then you ask, like, does your person have red hair? That's guess who that's... And oh. what you're talking oh. about is... is. Hmm. So then you say... Oh, you can't say that. Well, depends on the context. Hey, kids, ready for a brand new game for the whole family? Yeah! Introducing... No, 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 cut, 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 cut. Uh, hey, uh... What? We're not allowed to say, uh, say that in the, in the commercial anymore. Didn't you get the, the revision? That's the name of the game. You, you didn't get the revision, but the, the, the new copy? Take a look at that. Okay, let's take it, take it from the top, okay? Hey kids, looking for a brand new game that's fun for the whole family? Introducing... No, 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 no. You're, you're, you're just, you're saying the same thing. You're just putting the accent on the wrong... You're saying it a, a different way. I don't know accents. I don't know. Uh, Didn't I, you get the second revision? This is... No, the second revision. This that's is the second. first. It's on that's the back. A, that's the first. Okay, take three. Hey kids, are you ready for a brand new game that the whole family is going to love? Introducing... Ah, Jesus. No, I'm going to call it. The line above the K, right? What? The line above the K, that's the accent. Did you get get the third revision? How many revisions are there? 27. Did you get the third one, though? Well, I can't, shouldn't I have the twenty seventh one? If the third one is the one that I'm that, that that I'm looking at, that's the wrong one. Yes, here's, he's here's, got a point, Greg. All right, yeah. all right. Here's, here's twenty seven. Here, just take it. Just, here's, come on, we only have the studio for twenty minutes. Well, then you should have given me the, the very latest revision. Well, well we should have booked. Uh, Why more, do we only more studio, the studio time for twenty minutes? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's I, also I, another good question. Everybody God. made mistakes. Okay, everybody made mistakes. But the biggest mistake is you not reading the proper revision because I wasn't given the right revision. I'm just gonna he's read. He's got it. a point, Eight, Greg. Eighteen minutes. Take four. Hey, kids, ready for a brand new game that the whole family is going to love so, so much? Introducing. Yeah, that's it. All right, let's wrap. Hey, 16 minutes early. It was a very tumultuous relationship between the studio and the, the voiceover actors. This was always very, very combative. All right, guys, here we go. We got to knock out four spots. We only have the studio booked for eight minutes. All right? You got it. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Losing a loved one is never easy. But luckily, there's... Death! No, no, 
Did you get revision number 47? I put it on top of the bookshelf. Where's the stuff stool? Oh, I put is, that back. Is that because I'm short? Well, it's just because it's a high bookshelf. That's where, just where I put the revisions. That's where the revision box is, and that's where I put them. That's I've been doing that for, what, 20 years? All right! Uh, where's the stuff stool? Where, where is it? Oh, it's right here. Oh, thank you. All right. Get, get up there. Grab re- the revision number 40. Thank you. What okay. even put it up there? Put it down here. Well, I can have it and look at it when I'm supposed to. Take two. All right. We only got the studio for six more minutes. Okay, let's do this. Losing a loved one is real shitty. It sucks so much, so bad. Boy, they really changed it up in these oh, later man. revisions. Well, you know what? You're in luck because now there is a place that you can go to that has help with... Who wrote these revisions? I did. Well, <gasps> he's here. I've never seen him before. Mr. Cartwright, I didn't expect you to show up to the studio. I don't want to hear any more excuses from you. I have 10 funeral homes across the county. I need this campaign done! Well, Mr. You- Cartwright, Mr. Cartwright, yeah. hi. I'm Joel. I'm an intern here. I really shouldn't be doing this, but I just like I seize the moment. I'm a fan of all your funeral homes. I've had so many family members pass, and I just want to say that every time I always say go to Mr. Cartwright's funeral home because they have the most respect and fun funerals in all. We do, we do, we do. And all of Pasadena, and I just want to say thank you for all your hard work, and I can't wait till somebody else dies. Look, we don't want people to die, but if they do, we would love you to bring your loved ones to Cartwright. There it is. That was great. Uh, Jeff, I'm sorry. You've been replaced. What do you mean I've been replaced? I came here to do a job for car ride funeral homes. You gonna send me home? Yeah, this sucks. I'm out of here. Hey, Lonnie. What happened? I got fired from my job, baby. Well, how did that happen? Why don't you tell me all about it? I went to the studio. I was going to read something about car rafting rules, and I got the, the revision. was supposed to be 47 revisions. So I went through revision 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, all the way down to 47. And I found out it wasn't even the right one. Then Mr. Cartwright, the guy who owns the funeral home, all together came in and said, just took over my old job. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me see if I can distract Cartwright, the guy who owns the greatest funeral home in all Pasadena. You actually got to meet him? Did you get an autograph for the kids? Okay, we're all the wrong subject. Let me go ahead and go to the kid. Hey, Dad! Hey, what's going on? I'm just at home doing some social studies, some math, and some chemistry homework. How's that going? (laughs) I have helicopter sound effects. Sorry, I didn't know. Uh, No, keep doing it. I like it. You know, you kind of stumbled over a few words of that last uh, Maybe that's why you got fired by Mr. Cartwright. Well, I didn't go there and do an improv job. I was just supposed to read something off the script. Hey, if I'm going off the cuff, sometimes I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. Uh, you're doing it again. You're doing it again. You got stuck. You got stuck. You did, did, did. Why are we even in this relationship? I don't know. It's kind of slow and slow. Speaking of relationships, Dad, you said if I get a good grade in grade school that you'll get me a dog. Well, it's about that time. I don't know if you're ready for that kind of responsibility. Remember the last time I got you fish? You got a fish and what happened when the fish died? <laughs> the fish died. What about the now we got you the cat. What'd you do with the cat? You left it outside left. And all of a sudden, I told you it was going to be an inside cat. Now the cat is an outside cat. Now the cat is pregnant and probably dying. Losing a pet is never easy. Well, luckily, there's Cartwright Funeral Home for Pets. Serving the greater Alhambra area. Cartwright Funeral Homes. You used to have a pet and you loved it so much. And then you found out he jumped out of his fishbowl and was flopping around on the ground. Call now. That was track five on his album of, uh, of songs. That was a really good track. All right. That's going to be a tough one. Which one? Ah, that's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of work. A lot of work for me. Sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up, act two. But first, a word from our esteemed sponsors. Stay with us. How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years, and in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. I'll also be chasing down tips from you, the listener, through a special hotline. So if you know where Drudge is right now or have a great Drudge story that might help us better understand the mysterious media mogul, please give us a call at 301-200-2414. Hopefully by the time this show ends, the man who knows Drudge best, Matt Drudge himself, will break his silence and sit down with us. 
Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Chelsea Handler, and if you listen to my podcast, Dear Chelsea, you know that I love making space for women to share their stories. And that is why I'm excited to be part of Women Take the Mic, iHeartRadio's celebration of women who make music, influence change, and create culture. All month long, your favorite voices from talk radio, music, and podcasting will highlight the remarkable achievements made by women and discuss the most significant issues facing us today. Search Women Take the Mic to listen to a collection of International Women's Day episodes from iHeart's top podcasts, including Angela Yee's Lip Service, The Psychology of Your 20s, and Dear Chelsea. It is a great way to support women and discover your new favorite show. Listen to Women Take the Mic on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, Chelsea Handler here from the Dear Chelsea Podcast, and I love women. iHeart is proud to celebrate International Women's Day by highlighting some truly exceptional women and the work they do to make the world a better place. There are certain things that only women can do, like bring life into the world, multitask successfully, and in my opinion, women are the only people who should ever be seen wearing open-toed shoes. Our guest this week is none other than Monica Lewinsky. We discuss what to do about online bullying, why the media treats men and women so differently, and how we women can turn our pain into power. On Dear Chelsea, we give unfiltered, powerful, and often hilarious, I do say so myself, advice to our listeners who write in about anything from breakups and loss to nosy neighbors and what to do about your boyfriend's OnlyFans habit. Which brings us right back to International Women's Day. Take a moment this week to think about how you can support the women in your life and then take action. Find Dear Chelsea on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Act two, the interview. Today's special guest contributor is John Milheiser. How are you today? Good. How are you? You did I pronounce that correctly? John Milheiser. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very nice. Both are correct. So tell us about yourself. Where are you from? I guess I grew up in New Jersey. Oh, nice. All parts of New Jersey. You don't sound like you're from New Jersey. Yeah, I get that. I have been told I say yeah a lot. Yeah, I deserve it. Yeah, and that's my most Jersey. <laughs> accent i think do you miss anything from jersey no i just got back so it was nice i haven't been in two years because of the indulge me prior to you leaving after a two-year hiatus was there anything you missed i missed <laughs> the hoagies i missed the boardwalk there's a boardwalk there's a boardwalk oh nice explain to me what a uh a hoagie is well a hoagie is like a sub like subway but a hoagie um is like very i guess jersey and probably like Pennsylvania right. term. Mm. Um, is there anything that makes it different? No. What's it's the same. Hero. same? Same thing. Yeah. It's all the same. For some reason, we like calling it a hoagie. And I'm not familiar with the term hero. Can you explain what that is, too? It's like a it's like a hoagie. Exactly. It's like a hoagie. Yeah. What's on it? Or a, a sub. Yeah, or a sub. Or like a sandwich. No. No. These are not sandwiches. Not even close. Do you know what a hero is? It's like that. Do you know what a hoagie is? Um, I went to a very prestigious school, so I don't mm-hmm. know if I've ever had any of these. They probably had a hoagie there. Probably not. It's a sandwich, right? What's a sandwich? Yeah. I've, I've never had one of those, that's what I'm saying. Right. I do very, very, um, uh, very meticulous, meticulously made crackers and then some charcuterie. Do you have any other questions for Ari? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, tell us, did, did you enjoy your trip to New Jersey? Oh, I enjoyed my trip so much. Yeah, it rejuvenated me. I haven't uh, seen some family members in a while and yeah, it was just nice. Did you ever have any friends or family in the... The mafia. In the mafia? Well, La Costa Nostra. What? There, you pronounce it. Costa. La Costa Nostra. Growing up in, uh, I grew up in Bergen County, North Jersey. Yeah. Ooh, Sopranos country. Yeah. I was too young to know what was happening, but I was told that some mob guy was arrested down the street, like him and his wife. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. So that was pretty. You know, we actually have that, uh, we have that in the archives, that arrest. Is it this one right here? All right. We don't get your hands off me. You shut up. You are under arrest. Under arrest for what? Don't you arrest my sweetheart. Hey, look, lady. What? Loretta, you're under arrest too. uh, What did I freaking do to you? I didn't do nothing to nobody. Everybody knows I didn't do nothing to nobody. You both are doing the same thing together. What exactly is it that you think that we are freaking doing over here? Oh, where do I begin? The racketeering. 
That's a very serious charge. I actually. run a very respectable business. I don't know what you think I do on a normal day basis. I, Your I, business might be a lot of things, but it ain't respectable. I make a very honest, good living. Good living? Yeah, good Look living. at you. Look at your yard. Okay? What about it? I got gnomes like everybody else. Listen, yard work, gnomes in the yard. That's not a very serious crime, but seriously, the, the, the racketeering, that's a pretty friggin' serious crime. Get inside, Marie! Do you no, she have- better stay out of here. She, did, she needs to hear all this because she's coming down to the precinct. But what? She didn't do nothing. She... Oh. Ooh, friggin' got him. Yeah, go ahead. Say, what do you, what you say? Yeah. She didn't do nothing. Yeah, tell us what we did. Tell us what you think we did. What I, Loretta, a.k.a. Marie, did. What did I do? Marie Loretta, get inside! I'm not going inside. Marie Loretta, stay outside! I, oh, I, I feel like I should listen to the friggin' cops, but also I should listen to my friggin' main squeeze over here. I don't know, I'm torn between two people. Also, you and I were very much same guys, you know what I mean? Well, we grew up in the same neighborhood, down the street from each other. You went one way, I went the other. You became a cop, I became a respectable businessman. What? What are you gonna do? And you got Loretta. I think Get Loretta, whoa, what are you gonna do about it? You gonna try to arrest me because I got the girl that you really wanted? Whoa, 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 go ahead. I, I, I can do that too. Whoa, 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 get off my shoe. Boys, boys, fellas, there's plenty of me to go friggin' around over here. Oh, yeah? get inside! I wanna stay outside and break this up and also figure out what 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 what, what proof do you have of the racketeering, by the way? It's my friggin' prerogative where I do what I do with my... You don't, don't you? Yeah, don't you, tell her what to do. Google. She can do whatever she wants. Google. Dude. What does prerogative mean? What's Google? It's 1984. Sorry, it's 1984. <laughs> Big brother, what, what is prerogative? <laughs> prerogative is a... Fuck a big brother, I don't even know. Friggin' big brother over here, that's a friggin', he's a friggin' Tony. Guts Hall. Friggin' Gagoats. Alright, let's get back to the fucking brass tacks here. You're just fucking jealous. I really think that he's gonna arrest you because he has some serious evidence about the racketeering. I don't think it really has much to do with jealousy. I mean, I'm oh, sure like there's. What? what do you got? You got tapes or something? You got an informant? What do you got? You got nothing. You they- got a garage full of tennis rackets. Yeah? And who's likes to play fucking tennis? Look at me. I'm a fucking, I'm Andre Axie over here. Oh, we ever do P. Sampras also. He's also... It's, it's 1984, fuckface. Uh, uh, you love McEnroe, remember? Yeah, freaking Neva Tolova over here. She Billie Jean a, King. Bill, okay, okay. Yeah. Now we've established it's 1984. Go back to watch your, watch your evidence. Tennis rackets? Yeah, what are you going to do with all those tennis rackets? All those stolen? What makes you think they're stolen? I like to buy things in bulk. I got to talk to the cop for a second real quick. Hey, honey. All right, fine. Sweetie. What do you want me to do? Stay sugar, right here. Sugar, sugar. Yeah. Hold on one second. I'm going to talk to this cop. All right. I'm going to try to set him straight. Hey. Listen, listen why are you mentioning informants? You're going to blow my cover here. I didn't think. I you don't, t- don't even think about telling him that I'm, I tipped you guys off to the friggin' tennis rackets. I know. You're doing a great job. You, 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 you're playing undercover really well. What did you say? He, that you know about the tennis rackets. I'm the only person who could have a friggin' possibly been known about Look, Loretta, there's tennis rackets missing all around town, and they're all in your garage, all right? Yeah. People are asking questions. I thought that's what racketeering meant. Hey, and also, can you do me a quick... Also, can you do me a quick favor? Can what? you stop calling me by my code name, Loretta, and call me Marie, please? This friggin' guy thinks that my name is Marie, and you call me Loretta right off the bat. You're gonna blow my friggin' cover, please. All right. Let's do it. Oh, my God. This cop just called hey, you a yeah. piece of shit. Yeah, Loretta. Oh. Marie. Hold on one second, I gotta, honey. I, I got to talk to this friggin'. You call me Loretta again. I'm pretty sure I did. No, you did. The first words out of your mouth after I walked back to my baby here, my sweet cheeks, my honey bun, was Loretta. I, I just... I highly it. doubt that. I, mm. I don't screw up a lot. I think the feds have that in their archives. Why don't we go back and yeah, check? Yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, guys in the van, can you play that back? Uh, which tape? The one from... What is it? About 40 seconds 40 ago. 40 seconds ago. Loretta. <laughs> Wait, you want to do me a favor and not call me? You just did it again? See? Oh. Can you do me another favor? Can you not... Yell out, hey, guys in the FBI truck, can you run back to... You gotta whisper it into your lapel. Oh. Don't just willy-nilly friggin... Shh, Loretta. Huh. Hey, guys in the FBI truck, can you check the archives from 10 seconds ago to prove to this friggin' gagoots that he friggin' said, Loretta, please? Yeah, you want me to play another one? Yes, thank you. This is the FBI playing tape number 748. <laughs> 
Fun boys just wanna have fun. On. No, that was that was the wrong tape. Let me let me play with it. This is a tape nine six. FBI an informant getting along and talking about. I like that song. It's really good. Have you heard the whole album? I own it. Yeah. I like it. Do you want me to play another track or? Suspicions were high. The husband didn't really know what to make of all this. The relationship between the cop and his newlywed wife. Uh, it seemed a little fishy, so he had to go talk to his capos and his, uh, his underboss. What's the problem, man? I don't know, like, there's something going on between me, my, my, my wife and, uh, you know, this cop. With Marie? Yeah, no, Marie. Marie would never do nothing. I don't know. She would never. What do you think I'm here to do? Get permission from you to, to do something? I don't know what you're, 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 you're oh, oh. All right, you oh, know what? Permi- Can I talk to the other underboss, please? Somebody's not going to be stuttering all over the words. Yeah. You know my problem. Yeah. So what should I do? Do I, uh, do I take action or do I just let it go? Do you love this woman? You know that I love her, but you know. I almost got pinched over these fucking, uh, these tennis racket. The tennis racket racket. Somebody's feeding the cops information. I don't know who it is. Are you accusing us? Yeah, no. what, what exactly are you? What are you doing? You, you, you think that we're rats? No. You think I'm we would say- rat you out and your racket racket? I'm saying. We would never, why would we would just be shooting our own selves in the foot? I don't know. I'm saying this, there might be some, uh, uh, like, you know, other in, uh, I'm in the, I'm, I'm informants. In the, you know what? Give me a second. I'm going to talk to I you. think my wife's an informant. That's what I'm trying to get at. Marie would never do something like that. I'm going to confer with the underboss here for a second. Just go over there for a second by the clock. I think that he's on the effect that Loretta is an informant. And us, me and you, because we're, 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 we are also freaking informants over here. How do you like the clock over there? It's pretty nice, huh? Yeah, I like it's pretty good. Yeah, keep busy have, with that. Yeah, yeah. It's specially made from the from the, f- Johnny Clocks. Hey, uh, Johnny Clocks? I don't know. I just thought the first thing that I thought. That was so good. You came up with that on the spot. I mean, it's because Johnny Clocks a place. I would assume that he that's his nickname because he makes clocks. I don't know. I don't I th- I really don't know how to act around Johnny Clocks doesn't make clocks. What? Johnny Clocks got out of the clock business. He did? He does pulls now. I didn't get the binder that the feds gave us to, to get us up to speed with the with the small business owners in the community. Why yeah. didn't nobody tell me at the, at the meeting? I'm sorry to, like, you know, interrupt a very important, you know, underboss meeting, yeah. but uh, can I get, like, some kind of direction or maybe, like... Get more rackets! Yeah, you, you need to get more rackets and... and def- I'm knee-deep in this racket racket. Definitely don't kill Loretta... <sighs> Marie, do not kill Marie. She's a decorated woman, civilian. She's wiretap. I mean, uh, she is good cook. She is an FBI agent. Uh, uh, she uh, makes good teacher. teacher. She's teacher, an FBI teacher. teacher. She's a teacher. She teaches kids how to make fettuccine bolognese. That's what FBI. Jesus. Are you even Italian? What are you talking about? Bologna. But what? Huh? You see, I'm saying fettuccine. Gabagool. It was clear that everybody in the family was an informant except for Joe. Joe was a purist growing up, fantasizing about being a made man. Finally, when he got there, he didn't know that part of the lifestyle was being an informant and everybody was doing it but him. I feel like, you know, I don't know. I'm not understood by, by everybody, you know? I don't, something, something's different. It's not the same. What are you talking about? It's just not the same. We're Italian. I know, but, you know, it's, it's like it feels like a diff- maybe it's a different generation. Maybe it's a different part of Italy. Maybe it's a part of different Italy you guys are from. I don't know. I don't know why you laugh so much. That sounds like a very, uh, a very tough predicament, Jerry. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna confer with my fellow Italian quink quink national, and uh, we're going to we're going to discuss. It. I think that he's onto the fact that we are all informants and we're we've infiltrated these Aye. meetings. You think he thinks we're informants? Hey, hey, could you do me a favor? Could you not yell at us so loud? What? There's sitting, no right? way I can whisper. Why? What are you doing? It's the way I speak. Is that what that was like when uh, when the guy got arrested? Yeah, it was all over town, all over the paper and everything. Um, I forgot it. I was in, this, we were still in the interview. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's what it was like. Nice. Uh, so tell us what you do, John. You're a, you're a comedian. Comedian, uh, actor, writer, teacher. Very Since nice. the pandemic started, been doing some Zoom character classes and stuff. Of everything that you do, what gives you the most satisfaction? Performing. Yes. Yeah. Right now we're kind of in a performing stalemate. Right. Uh, do you do shows at home for your friends? Um, I've tried a, 
few uh, Zoom stand-up shows, and I they weren't fun to do. But I do like shooting videos, you know, right. and then posting them wherever just to get some comedy out there. And you're currently on a, a show. You play a, a, a teacher. Yes, I play a drama teacher on the show Drama Club on Nickelodeon. I thought it was very funny. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Sure. It's um, a show on Nickelodeon called Drama Club about a middle school drama club. Right. And just, uh, you know, you got the jock, you got the the influencer girl, you got the real drama-rama kid, and they all just like a mismatched group of kids that are trying to put on a production of Minnesota the Musical. Right. And it's just, they get into hijinks, and it's created by Maddie Whitby and Monica Scherer. Very nice. Oh, it's like a, The Office. It's a mockumentary, but for like a middle school. Yeah, they talk. Uh, it's like breaking, is it the, it's the fourth, fourth wall? Mm-hmm. They talk to the people. Remember that? Confessionals. Moment? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you ever watch uh, Wake Up in the Morning? Uh, Say by the Bell. Uh, remember that guy? Time out, Zach. Yes. And you just talk to the audience, and you felt like you were getting a window into his life. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like that. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Were you in drama club when you were younger? Yes, I was in all the... I My middle school was inside the high school. Right. So in seventh grade, I was in, like, the music man, but I was always playing the town's person. And then um, it wasn't until, like, senior year that I got Marcus Lycus and a funny thing happened the way the forum. But, like... Yeah, I was never given good roles. I was always uh, extra. We actually have the mu- your uh, your production of the Music Man. <gasps> yeah, we have the audition mm-hmm. for that. And you want me to play it from here? Yeah. Okay. Oh, the Wells Fargo wagon is a coming down the street. Oh, please let it be for me. Thank you, John. So, um. Mm, you do this every time you I wait around you need to let us you know deliberate well you know that's happened before and and you're on every play you audition you get a play yeah I think so Yeah. I do have a quick note I take great notes yeah Yeah, I love notes I would love Um, your feedback just a slight problem with your with your selection oh Um, the audition was actually for the uh, the song uh, we we got trouble we my got friends trouble, my right friends, here yeah. right here in River City in River City I'm a oh okay. player mm-hmm. why exactly did you not choose to sing that? well I wanted to like stand out like I wanted to like go against the grain I wanted you know you we probably were getting sick of that song right shake your head yes you're getting sick of that well, song. well we just well, had, that, the that, part that, the part that you're auditioning for mm-hmm. sings that song yeah so that's why it's mm-hmm. important for you to sing the song yeah. because you'll be doing that in the play if we gave you the part do you understand now look i i appreciate your zeal- zealousness i mean is that a word I made is that a word, is that a word? Um, zealousness a word zealousness z e a l o u n e s s zealousness aol can you look up zealousness please yes zealousness is the word indeed all right good we got that settled i don't want to punish you for really singing your heart out mm-hmm. so i'm going to give you the role of that bush <gasps> i was gonna say tree bush is more appropriate yeah i think so you'll have to crouch i didn't even know there was a bush in the script let me just find that we created the part just for you. we couldn't let you go without you know yeah i just i felt like you want there, what he said well the wells fargo wagon I, is actually, actually we came up with an original song for the bush oh uh, it's, oh. It, it goes like it was, this um, was, did you get yeah it goes you want to try that sure oh <clears throat> So the the very front part that you start with, uh-huh. don't need that. So just, don't need that. Don't need it. Just go right to the. Me 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 me. You 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 you. Them 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 them. <clears throat> you know what? Why don't we give him the role of Bush Number Two? Because that one doesn't have a mouth. That was your first part. <laughs> <laughs> that was your first part, huh? Very. Uh, you were just cutthroat. Do whatever you need to get. I wanted that Bush part, and. <laughs> No, I I got it. Two questions I have. First one, after you probably are the most successful actor out of your group of people that you went to drama in drama club with, right? Do you, oh, one hundred percent. Do you do you uh <laughs> I mean, do you ever like think like, fuck those guys for not giving me the parts that I want? I was on the biggest show on the earth and now I'm on another show, it's pretty great. Because I, I I do like that show actually. 
Yeah. Um, well, I kept in touch with my drama teacher who never gave me any of the parts, <laughs> Mrs. Hanchen. Uh, we used to call her hands on gin, <laughs> you know, to get at her. Um, but I kind of just kept in touch with her over the years. And then when I was on SNL, I was like, hey, my mom reached out to her. She's like, John's in town. Do you want him to speak to your drama club? So they had me come in and speak to the current drama club at my old high school. And then nobody knew about the show I was on. And then nobody knew any of the celebrities I brought up and nobody was interested. And it was a big, I feel like failure. They didn't care. About what? Me. Nobody knew. I, we, what? We nobody just, knew what SNL was? We could just watch the tape. Yeah, oh yeah. We, I brought the tape. Yeah. Class, I am proud to it. <laughs> Please don't call me Miss Hands on Chin. Guys, be nice. I am proud. Miss Hands on Chin. Hands on Chin. I thought that if I proactively said it, you <laughs> wouldn't do it. All right, whatever. Who's, who, who's uh, here? Uh, I'll just all. Uh, okay. Just get through it. I'm proud. Yeah. I'm proud. To welcome a former student, <laughs> John Milhuis. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yes. John? Yeah. Did you oh. say Ryan da- Robert Downey Jr.? No, John Milheiser. Oh! Hey, Come on out. Were Come you on out. in Iron Man or were, were, what were you in? Oh, no, I was not in Iron Man, you're thinking. Tell him what you're doing now. Captain Tell America? Uh, no. No, no, no. I am not in those. Uh, that Marvel movie. No, I'm on a fun show called Saturday Night Live. Ooh, come on, guys. Ooh. Ooh. When is it on? It's on Saturdays. Yeah. In the mornings? No, 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 no. At night. And, um, you know, I could have gotten there, you know, if it wasn't for Miss Hands on Hands oh. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> you almost did it. You almost I called almost me this thing. It. I hate. I hate it with you coming. Give me a hug. I, I have a question. Yes, Garrett. Have you ever met Robert Downey Jr.? Are you asking me or are you asking him? Him. Oh. Well, you said you had a question. You were looking at me. I called on you. I know, but I had a, I had a question for him. Oh. Have you met Robert Downey Jr., John? Garrett, was it Garrett? No, I haven't. But I I can imagine him hosting at some point. <laughs> Ooh. Come on, guys. Ooh. Yeah. Do you play sports? Garrett! Stop disrupting! No, I don't play sports. Any questions about sketch comedy? Is that where you do like a dance with the song, and then and then you make everybody else in the everybody else do the same? It's like an improv exercise. Any other questions for John, please? Not a lot of kids in uh, your drama club anymore, Miss Hanson. Sounded like you kind of called me Miss Hanson shit again. I thought you know I would never. No, uh, you just kind of breezed through it and you thought I wouldn't catch it. But it's I, okay, you're a big star now. I'm volunteering to be here, so let's not get into a little bit. Okay, dis- we won't. Don't do it again. Garrett, what do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, I want to have a lot of money and then I want to be able to invest in technology. Oh. And then I want to build a, a suit made of metal. All right, Garrett, you're cut off. I have a question. And then I, I want qu- to be able to fly when I want to uh, shoot uh, beams of stuff out of my hands and my chest. He's a big fan of... Iron Man. Iron Man. I have a question, John. I have a question. Yes, Miss Hanson. What was the name of the show you're on again? Hanson Chin! God damn it! Damn it! Was it what you thought it would be? No. I thought they were going to ask for autographs or photos. They didn't. They've never seen Saturday Night Live. No. Do you have any fond memories of the show? Yeah. There was uh, (laughs) lots of fond memories. I remember I did a sketch with Lady Gaga. Yeah. And right before our sketch, right before the camera went live, I leaned over to her and I was like, I'm a little monster. (laughs) And she's like, I had no idea. And I was like, yeah, I didn't want to like seem like a super fan. uh, But that's just like one of many things. So after that, did she uh, debond with? I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. I think she still remembers me. I hope so. Are there any guests or hosts that were taller than you realized? When you saw them in person. Taller than me? Taller, Taller than you than realized. Than you realized. Uh, Charlize Theron. Oh, she's tall. Oh, yeah, she's tall. I met Jeff Goldblum once. He was very tall. Yeah. Uh, Tim Robin. Tim Robinson. Tim Robbins? He's, uh, Susan Sarandon's ex? Yes. Yes. Very tall. He seems tall. I met Shaquille O'Neal once. He's pretty tall. Is he? Yeah. Also, you know, it's a given. Sean Bradley. <laughs> I met him once. He's a tall guy. Patrick Ewing. I met him one time. He's all, taller than you would think. These are people who are professionally tall, so I don't know if you caught Pro- that. Professionally tall? Yes. Being tall is not a job. Yes, it is. What the fuck?
fuck are you talking about? All right. Bleep that out. Bleep uh, what out, Ari? Is there anything uh, you want to talk about? Something you're working on now that you want to plug, pump into this? Like, uh, I'm trying to like learn new phrases of... Yeah, pump. I'll try to pump something. Pump. I just... Pl- uh, I did pump, but plump works too. Uh, I'm going to plump... Uh, yeah, just drama club yeah. on oh, Legend. I just remembered my first question. Uh, and then I'll stop asking. I know we want to move move on and stuff. Uh, you're just getting very impatient. Uh <laughs> Talking to both of you guys. Uh, in the show, Dra- Drama Club, and uh, you were in Drama Club when you were younger. Do you mm. feel that there are some parallels between uh, the uh, the character tropes, if you will? Do you feel like, because obviously the new version, the cla- the, the show has like a influencer, mm-hmm. you know, that clearly wouldn't exist when we were young. I think you, cross generations, I think yeah. Drama Club has always remained like the same the same heart and soul as it always has been like you go into the auditorium and you kind of like disappear from the rest of the school right and uh it's still yeah just a fun to play and get weird with other artsy fartsy people who can't play sports all right john Elijah, thank you so much uh for coming coming up act three but first a word from our sponsors who make this high quality program possible stay with us How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years. And in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. I'll also be chasing down tips from you, the listener, through a special hotline. So if you know where Drudge is right now or have a great Drudge story that might help us better understand the mysterious media mogul, please give us a call at 301-200-2414. Hopefully by the time this show ends, the man who knows Drudge best, Matt Drudge himself, will break his silence and sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Chelsea Handler, and if you listen to my podcast, Dear Chelsea, you know that I love making space for women to share their stories. And that is why I'm excited to be part of Women Take the Mic, iHeartRadio's celebration of women who make music, influence change, and create culture. All month long, your favorite voices from talk radio, music, and podcasting will highlight the remarkable achievements made by women and discuss the most significant issues facing us today. Search Women Take the Mic to listen to a collection of International Women's Day episodes from iHeart's top podcasts, including Angela Yee's Lip Service, The Psychology of Your 20s, and Dear Chelsea. It is a great way to support women and discover your new favorite show. Listen to Women Take the Mic on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, Chelsea Handler here from the Dear Chelsea podcast, and I love women iHeart is proud to celebrate International Women's Day by highlighting some truly exceptional women and the work they do to make the world a better place. There are certain things that only women can do, like bring life into the world, multitask successfully, and in my opinion, women are the only people who should ever be seen wearing open-toed shoes. Our guest this week is none other than Monica Lewinsky. We discuss what to do about online bullying, why the media treats men and women so differently, and how we women can turn our pain into power. On Dear Chelsea, we give unfiltered, powerful, and often hilarious, I do say so myself, advice to our listeners who write in about anything from breakups and loss to nosy neighbors and what to do about your boyfriend's OnlyFans habit. Which brings us right back to International Women's Day. Take a moment this week to think about how you can support the women in your life and then take action. Find Dear Chelsea on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Act three. Whenever he saw a red flag warning at the beach, he grabbed a surfboard. He had a penchant for facing danger. It made him a really good surfer. He always went for the wave that nobody wanted because everybody was afraid they get swallowed. Kyle, Kyle, what are you doing? No, there's there's a red flag out there. Get back in here. Dude, this is when you catch it. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. this is when you can touch heaven. With- Dude. 
What? You just can't do that, dude. You're gonna die, roll. Touching heaven is not good. Yeah, touching what? heaven means you're pretty much dead. That means you dude. are in heaven and dead. Dude, I'm gonna ride the wave. The red flag can't hurt me. It's I'm not, not scared of red flags. What? Oh no, am I gonna trip over the red flag? No, the red flag is not the danger. The red flag is the warning of the, of the danger. All that is these the guys put out these red flags, and all of a sudden, everyone's like, Bleh. It's the red flag. Let's get out of here. And then I'm like, guys, I've dealt with red flags before. Have you heard of America? That's just a flag totally, that has red in it. Dude, yeah, you're totally getting the the reason why the red flag is even there to begin with. You're just, you're not even getting it, dude. I didn't know I was in school. I thought this was the beach and it was summer. Kyle? What? Why are you inching towards the water? Oh. Uh, you're taking steps back towards the water. Just because you're doing little tiny baby steps doesn't mean that we're not going to notice that you're going towards the water. Do you remember what happened last time there was a red flag warning and you went out and we told you don't do it? You almost died and then... Let him finish. What you do? What happened? Yeah, and then Brody saved me. Yeah, and Brody died. Brody caught the... Trying to save you. He caught the grind. The grind killed him, dude. Yes, you ignored the red flag. Brody chased you. He saved you. And then the undertow brought him back out into the water and he died. Dude, he's still out there. He's still catching it. It's been eight weeks. Eight weeks. Kyle, what? Your, your toes are in the water. You think that just because you're inching, oh, inching, inching, inching. Oh, I get my toes, Dad. You're not fooling us, Kyle. Whatever. Can you hand me my board? Kyle, I'm not going to hand you your board. We don't want you to go into the water. His friends are really worried about him. No matter what, no matter all the concerns that they throw his way, he just wanted to get in that water. The bigger the red flag, the more desire he had to do it. So his friends put together an intervention. They intentionally put up some red flags on the beach and they waited for him. Look at all these red flags! Oh, man, this is going sick! Kyle, why don't you have a seat in that, in, in that beach chair over there? What are you guys doing here? We put the red flags because we knew you'd come. This is you? If you guys don't mind, I'd like to read my letter first. Go ahead, dude. Kyle. Sit down, Kyle! Kyle. Stop going toward... There's, the red flags are not real! Your toe is pointed towards the water. Stop zipping out up your <laughs> wetsuit. Stop it! Sit! Sit down. I can't sit in my wetsuit. Squat next to the sandcastle. We're doing this. Stand behind the chair, but have the chair Wait. in between you and the water. Okay, so I'm gonna take the chair, put it here. No, no. Don't put the chair in the water. Chair's in the water, dude. I gotta uh, get behind the chair. So I'm in the water. Just read your letter, Rudy. Kyle, your need to chase after to to oh, you can't read i Sorry. told you i told you I, paper got wet all right kyle mahalo kyle mahalo i didn't put your last name on here kyle mahalo thank you your need to ignore red flags good is affecting me in the following ways one not cool and you know it's cool. I have 47 Ugh. revisions to this. Let's read the next one. You went all the way down to 45. They were all different versions of not cool. Kyle. Yeah. Kyle Mahalo. Hey, are you tired of not making me happy? Well, now here's a way that you can make me happy. Introducing not going into the water even though there's red flags there. But how does it work? I'll tell you, you don't chase over the red flags. This is one of the later revisions. We changed the copy a little bit. Look, just don't go in the water, dude. Hey, can you hang back one second? I want to talk to our bro here for a second. Hey, sure, um, you guys talk. You guys talk. Hey, why was your... You didn't really put a lot of heart into that letter. You just... Not it. Not it. I'm not going to say it. Actually, somebody grabbed him out of the ocean, pulled him back. Okay, Kyle. God. You're going to be okay, Kyle. You're going to live. Ah. Ah. Oh, oh. Hey, it's Undertow. Undertow got me. Man, they're cool. Kyle inadvertently killed another surfer. Poor Rudy. Epilogue. Hey, if you're looking for red flags, come on down to the red flag stand. Here Sand Beach. Red flags at Sand Beach. All right, uh, let's do another take of that. Uh, we I'm, actually... No, I'm not doing another take. Dad, I no, thought that was great. You we, did a great job, Dad. We actually... We are a five-zone team. We're professional. We do what we do. Uh, we do what we do and we sell flags any flag any color. We, we, we changed the copy. You can't. We can't say red flag. So if you could just grab revision number two, please, uh, and just go go with that. We can't. Well, I don't even know why we do this anymore. I'm tired of these commercials. You know we can make so much money narrating a book? We can make so much money narrating a book narrating.
reading a play or narrating a movie. All kinds of movies and plays and books. Way more money. And there's not any revisions to all the different books. Uh, this is one book. I understand there's a lot of different possibilities. of what My dad and I can tell anything. We can sell a scooter, a bike, a motorcycle, a car. Uh, we only have the studio booked, booked for 40 Use motorcycles. cars. Yeah, yeah, we only have we have less than a minute Go in, in this studio. Kites. Okay, yes, I get it. You Kites with wheels. Okay. Ants. You can sell a Did lot Did you say ants? Ants. Ant farms. Ant farms. Ant farms and... and, and. Guys, we got it. We got it. Did Wait. I just... I, Dad? I think I lost it. Dad, I, what happened to your voice? Okay. <gasps> All right. Uh, sorry I'm so late, you guys. I uh, triple bogey number 18. Anyway, I conferred with my fellow surgeons. Uh-huh. And it doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good, as in it's bad. No, I mean, his voice doesn't sound good. Have you heard this guy's voice? Oh, it I've sucks. heard the voice. <laughs> It sucks. It's so bad. <laughs> Isn't it terrible? Your voice. Ah, 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 ah. It'll never be as good as me, son. Dad, don't say that. I'm just telling you the truth. I don't think you should go on the radio. I'm going to die tonight. My death bad. <laughs> I'm following the pattern, you piece of shit. I know, I know. I'm laughing. It's funny. <laughs> I think that maybe, uh, I don't know, try something else. Dad, don't worry. I'll take care of mom. Put the toilet <sighs> down. I'm sorry, son. Your father's dead. Sorry I'm late. My flight from Topeka was, was late. How's your father? Is he okay? Mom? Is he okay? Mom? Is he okay? He's dead, Mom. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's just outside of his voice, so I'm, I'm fine with it. So, you want to go do some painting or something? I guess I could be a painter. Young man, choosing careers, switching it up. He thought he was going to be a voiceover actor, but now he's going to try to paint pictures. Right, we got to do a different take of that. Um, we can't say pictures. Why? Uh, so, we're going to have to do it. Just read the next revision. We'll play. Uh, the pictures la- the part. I, I wrote it really small on the top right. Let me make it as is. The first half and the second half is on the bottom left corner. I can't see. Oh, yeah. Um, so here we go. Take two. We have the studio for 20 more seconds. The boy changing his career choice. He thought he was going to be a painter. No, but I thought I said we couldn't say painter. And, yeah. you, and you jumped the gun because I said pictures before and they're saying painting now. Read the other revision. No, revision right. three. It's on the It's on the roof of the building. You, where's the where's my where's the ladder? It's under the stool. It's not. Okay, I on. took it home because I needed to get something high. That my... ladder does not belong to you. I think it's the ladder. Is it at your home or or is it the ladder? It's the ladder at that which house you talking about? The what? Yeah, the ladder house. The ladder. I'm supposed to believe you have this many houses, Ari. I've been doing this for a long time. I get a lot of raises, and like you. All right, uh, revision. A young boy, he just lost his father. Up until now, he thought he was going to be a voiceover actor. But instead, he and his mother decided it would be best for him if he was a... Sketch artist. I mean, we ran out of time in the studio anyway. Let's just take it. I feel like I got it. Sketch artist. I need the studio to record my popcorn commercials. Oh, we got to get out of here. The producer Andy and our special guest contributor John Milizer. I'm your host Ari, and this was This Is Americans Live. Tune us next time. This Is Americans Live can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can also find This Is Americans Live on Instagram at This Is Americans Live and on Twitter at Americans Live. No one likes to talk about money. Am I saving enough? Can I buy a house? Am I paying too much in taxes? Will I be able to retire? What if you could unlock insights about your finances in less than five minutes with a clear picture of where you stand today and where your money can work harder? Now you can. Visit facet.com to take the free quiz and get your financial wellness score today. That's F-A-C-E-T.com. This ad is sponsored by Facet. Facet Wealth Incorporated is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother, Jonah. And we are so excited to have you hear the latest season of our nostalgia-themed podcast, 
How Did We Get Weird? Not only do you get to know me and my brother, you get to know the stories that made us the absolutely rad people we are today. Check out our episodes where we've welcomed hilarious guests like our friend Andy Samberg. That's it. That's really it. And Queen Casey Wilson. I really went cart before the horse. I said, I think I have an opportunity to interview Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> As a high school student. And you do not want to miss out on our funny segments like Change.Dork. <laughs> Change.Dork. And congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Listen to our podcast, How Did We Get Weird, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.